1: Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1176, and this is my 1490th interview here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. So excited. For those of you that are listening to us live or maybe watching us on YouTube or Facebook live, this is our last show for 2018. Uh, You know, next week's the holidays, and after that, we'll be into 2019, and boy, do we have a... Good show planned for you. With her expertise and work experience and knowledge and leadership, Dr. Sean Andrews is expanding her work. And I'm excited to have her tell you about what she's doing. Her latest adventure is creating women's power peer groups where women business leaders can help guide and support each other in their work. Dr. Andrews joins us to share her inspiration behind this specific Power, Peer Group, and more. Dr. Sean, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Thanks, Rick. It's good to have you here. Yeah, it's,
0: it's great to be here.
1: Okay, before we get into all the peer group stuff, which everybody knows, I believe in the power of peer learning, let's start by maybe you can set the context for your background and experience. You know, what got you to where you are today?
0: Yeah, so, um, so I had a corporate career for... 22 years in the pharmaceutical industry, healthcare primarily, uh, where I had sales roles and training roles primarily. And I did that up until a few years ago, and then I am on this new path now. And uh, I'm in the fourth year of being a uh, speaker, consultant, uh, a professor. I also teach in MBA programs at. Uh, Pepperdine and U- University of California, Irvine. And then very excited about the women's power peer groups, because that's a brand new initiative and uh, something I really look forward to, to combine all of my experience, expertise and skill sets.
1: So those regular listeners of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast, you probably recognize Dr. Sean as a recent guest. She was on the show earlier this year, talking about your book. Yeah, so, March, I believe. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your book as a pretext for the conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, So the book is based on my dissertation research on the topics of leadership, emotional intelligence, and gender. And so the book just launched in March of this year, and it's titled The Power of Perception. Leadership, emotional intelligence, and the gender divide, and so yeah, so it's been a big year for me, uh, launching the book and doing more, uh, you know, book signings and sp- seeking presentations and workshops based around those topics.
1: And so let's let's blend how that research and work and the publishing of the book and the work you do outside of the kind of critical mass community has led you to this idea of building women's power CEO peer groups. I talked a little bit about it in the open, but from your perspective what is the things that you are creating
0: yes so well my research as i mentioned centers around women in leadership specifically so i looked at all aspects of women in leadership and i looked at the the leadership gender gap is what really spurred my interest in this topic and when i first saw the statistics about 10 years ago i was just shocked this this day and age that there's so many women in the workforce with you know skills competencies to offer organizations but they're not being leveraged so it's really the bottom line it's it's about a talent issue and it's about the diversity and inclusion issue and so i saw the stats the fact that um you know women are in large numbers in the workforce and they have they have degrees, they have education and experience but when you look at leadership, they're just simply not making it to leadership levels. So
1: that's what you mean by not being leveraged. They're not moving up to a higher leveraged position within organizations.
0: Yes, exactly. Okay. And so I looked at I looked at all the barriers behind that. So what is, why don't we see more women leading? And so that is um, that's a big part of my research in the book and so for the women's groups um, I think there's a lot. There's not only an interest out there in, from both organizations but also from individuals themselves to advance in their career. And so I think there's a lot of interest and there's a lot of need uh, mm-hmm. for information, strategies on what we, what men and women can do working together and what organizations can do to help be more gender balanced in leadership, to help be more diverse and inclusive, and to help leverage our talent better.
1: Okay. So we're getting off the subject. And this is not a question that I had planned to ask you, but as you were talking, I was thinking. In your research, and it's okay if we're going to talk about this at a future time on the radio show, but I'm just curious in organizations that are led by women, are there more women in middle level management in moving up to the top executive suite?
0: Depends if it's public or a nonprofit or private company. Really? Yes. Uh, many women, because of the barriers, actually, that I've alluded to, there's there's mo- different barriers, multifactorial. But because of the barriers, women often opt for the private sector, nonprofits, or startup. They start their own businesses. Okay. And, uh, and actually, an interesting statistic around that is that 40% of all new businesses are women-owned. Mm. So that supports that that concept that women. So what many women do is they'll spend years in a a corporate public company and experience the different barriers to different degrees. And then oftentimes get frustrated and want to do their own thing. And so that's why we see women often opting for other options. And so, yeah, so that's why we see higher, higher numbers there.
1: Okay. So now let's turn the focus a little bit because I'm curious, what has been the response to your, decision to launch women power peer groups here in Southern California?
0: So there has been a lot of interest, as I, as I thought, as you thought, we've both talked about this in the past, that uh, there, there's absolutely an interest and a need for it. Um, and so, th- you know, the thing with the, the peer groups that really appeal to me is there's lots of networking groups out there for women. Tons, there's hundreds. Uh, there's tons of women's associations, there's tons of women's conferences, but very few peer groups where you leverage the power of peer learning, of course, but that are structured and professionally facilitated to move you from A to B. Very few groups do that. And so that's what really appealed to me about the structure of the peer groups that, you know, you've been leading for 10 years as part of critical mass.
1: Right. So if it's not clear, what we're doing is we're extending the critical mass community here in Southern California by very specifically and intentionally uh, inviting Dr. Sean into the community to lead peer groups specifically designed for women entrepreneurs at several different levels in their career and, and impact in the business. And so before you joined the community, 40% of the community, the critical mass community were female entrepreneurs. It's, it's exciting to me to think that we're going to increase that percentage through the work that you're doing. And I, and I think uh, I agree with you, diversity, inclusion, these are powerful things for a company to have, but they're also powerful for a learning community to have. And you're bringing that mm-hmm. uh, to the critical mass community here in Southern California. Yeah. So thank you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, so what type of peer groups are you forming?
0: Yeah. So there'll be three three basic types. So there'll be an executive or a CEO women's power peer group. And the, the reason we call it women's power peer group is because it, it, it's, it's partly a play on uh, my book title, Power of Perception. Right. And the reason that that's so important is that when you boil it all down, when you, uh, look at all the barriers, everything. When you boil it all down, the reason we don't see more women leading has nothing to do with the skills and competencies of women. It has everything to do with the perceptions of women as leaders, as workers, as mothers, and as wives. That is really the basis when you peel it it all the way. And so that is extremely powerful. And for many women, perception is reality. And so that's why... hence the name women's power peer groups right because there is there is power in perception and
1: okay so yeah. so we're talking about three distinct groups which really are serving different uh, stages of a business's growth there are quite a few women executives and leaders in larger companies here in southern in orange county in southern california w- will you have a program for those women that are in organizations who want to increase their impact and move their careers
0: absolutely so there'll be three different groups. So the, the, the first group is focused on women executives or women CEOs who are running corporations or okay. companies, have their own businesses. Um, another group will be for emerging leaders. So these will be for women who are perhaps mid-career, but they're working within an organization, and they want to have not only more of an impact on their company, but they want to advance in their careers Okay. and rise to the leadership levels that that we've talk, we're, right. we're well, talking f- about. From your
1: time in pharma and uh, your last job at Elegant, there were a lot of mid-level to senior-level women who could take on more responsibility, and I think a group like this could really help them to either accelerate that process or build some type of momentum to allow that to happen back at work, right?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, my my goal is to facilitate a process where women can advance in their careers, help them address the barriers, have to help them have awareness of issues, because oftentimes we don't know how we're perceived. Most people don't. Okay. And so, you know, having the awareness... You mean by other
1: women or by other men?
0: Uh, everyone, okay. in general. Okay. most Most people, I mean, we really don't, Know how we're perceived. I mean, we have ideas, right? And we get feedback occasionally that
1: reinforces our already beliefs, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Which
0: oftentimes just right. Self-fulfilling, right, right, self fulfilling prophecy, right? But
1: confirmation bias. Yes, yes you're right. I am yes. tall. Okay, great. I'm tall. <laughs> right. <That's, laughs> yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, but you know, helping bring in awareness, bring in education, and giving some tools and strategies to those women to help them. Address some of the barriers to right. you know, help them advance in their career and whatever the issues may be for them.
1: So, so really, regardless of which one of the three groups a woman would join the, one of your power peer groups, the, the, power, the opportunity to come in and discuss a topic and get unbiased feedback from peers is really this peer learning idea that you're sharing Right.
0: Yeah. Well, I, there's uh, well. Actually, just before I answer that, we haven't mentioned the third group. The third group is a virtual peer group, women's peer group, and that's for women who are either part of the gig economy or they're uh, they're an entrepreneur or a consultant and they're looking to scale and grow their business. So there's really three different camps. Okay. There's something for everyone. There is. Right. It's a great way to look at it. Right. Um, and so yeah. So each of those groups, um, one of the core foundations will be the opportunity to share an issue that they're having, and it may be a concern, a challenge, an issue they're having in the career of their business and really get feedback and get unbiased feedback from and advice Mm -hmm. from the other peers. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times, aha moments come from these, right? Oftentimes, aha moments come from these. And so it's, it's a tremendously powerful way to learn and share is by bringing up an issue that's important to you that you care about. And then having others give, you know, really, who who don't even have a dog in the fight, you know, giving their input on it. And so oftentimes, there's Clarity, clarity given to both the member as well as the people giving the advice. And so um, and there's a lot of different ways to do that, a lot of different, you know, structure things to do, but it's powerful. And so that that's really going to be a core piece of the learning, uh, in addition to some other, you know, techniques as
1: well. I'm talking with Dr. Sean Andrews of Andrews Research. She's a published author, she's a doctor, she's gotten her degree from Pepperdine, written a book, and now she's expanding her business consulting practice by coming with me in Critical Mass for Business and building these women power peer groups. I was talking with a member, tenure member of our process, and the discussion was about how sometimes the real feedback that was given was hard to hear but was needed, and that some of the most transformative times in the members' membership was when people around the table were willing to tell him, in this case, something that he needed to hear, and he was able to hear it from them, even though generally he didn't want to hear it. I think that's part of what the magic of a peer group Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. is this chance to get in a trusted, safe environment. Sometimes things that you don't necessarily, that other people don't know how to use the words to tell you. But you've created a safe space for them to be expected to tell you that, right?
0: Right, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another I mean there's lots of really powerful compelling reasons to to join a peer group but you know having the ability to get the unbiased feedback in a safe trusted environment you know you'll get candid candid advice and get to share so that's uh, not not to mention uh, building a community yes you know uh having exposure to other businesses within Orange County so there's there's a lot of downside um uh, positives to this
1: so let's talk about the persona of the kind of women that you've been talking to who have expressed an interest in this idea of joining one of one of your three at least three She'd probably have more than three because she can have more than one of each type but of the three types of groups can you give me a sense for the type of women that have expressed an interest
0: yeah yeah It, it actually is uh varied it's been all over the map okay um a lot of uh, a lot of entrepreneurs and, and consultants, and, and that, I think, partly is because I'm an entrepreneur and a consultant myself, and so yes, I, I tend right. to attract that. Right. Um, I think another reason is just a product of who people I've been introduced to and people I've met. Right. But there's been a lot of female entrepreneurs, consultants, I would say. Uh, there's been a fair amount of emerging leaders, women working in all different industries within Orange County, looking to have more of an impact in advance. And then there's also been a fair amount of executives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, see, Either women who are Either in big companies, mid-sized companies, or perhaps owning their own smaller business.
1: Yeah, I would think uh, women entrepreneurs who have successfully built a business to some level three, five, ten, and they want to take it to the next level, whatever that might be for them. Maybe that's doubling the revenue. Maybe that's blowing it up and you know ten timing, ten timing the res- revenue. I think those women entrepreneurs could really benefit from what you're building as well, don't you?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and like I said that's that's a seems like lately that's a lot of the women that I'm interacting with Uh is a lot of those, those type of women.
1: Right. And, and, and the ability to see best practices and to learn, because I know a part of your monthly meeting will be an educational time as well, right? The people that join peer groups tend to be lifelong learners. My, my sense of it, they're craving more information and knowledge so they make better decisions and run a better company. So uh, you're planning education inside your meetings as well.
0: Yes, absolutely. And so as, as part of the community, we have, you know, subject matter experts, if you will, in different areas that will be coming in and speaking on a variety of topics that are pertinent to women and their businesses. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it can range anywhere from, uh, you know, is your business ready in 2019? Are you ready to compete? Right. Or it can be, you know, branding, or it could be legal issues. It can be marketing and can be accounting, finance. So of just a variety of different topics. That's That's general enough to apply to a diverse audience, mm-hmm. but specific enough to give you strategies to take away.
1: So as your role as the peer group facilitator chair, call it whatever term you're comfortable with there in the audience, um, what is your role in that peer group, other than building it, right, and selecting the right candidates to make, become members?
0: I actually, I actually, I, I love that question. It's a great question. I actually have multiple roles, but so what one role is to make sure we're attracting the right types of, you know, women who are interested in, in, like you said, lifelong learners who really are a fit for these peer groups and really are uh, want to learn, want to grow, and want to contribute. And so that's one aspect. Um, it's funny because I'm, I'm an educator by nature, and I teach in a lot of my environments. And right. I teach, and I coach, and I consult, and I do training workshops. but. My primary role here within the peer groups is to serve as a facilitator. I really want to facilitate a discussion for the members. So facilitate a safe environment, facilitate a trusted environment where everyone has a voice and allow them all to contribute Mm -hmm. and facilitate that discussion to, again, move them from, you know, point A to point B in their career or in their businesses. But I also see my role as a coach as well, because that's another component of the peer group that I really like as well. What is that? uh, It's so each member will have the opportunity to have either monthly or quarterly coaching. Okay. So I'll sit down with them one on one, and we'll talk about issues that they're having personally. You know, that either they haven't brought up in the larger peer group meeting, or that they just want to bounce off someone. Sure. Um, You know, oftentimes for women, it's it's sometimes it's just getting reassurance. And it's getting uh, that they're on the right path, you know, and that they can do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's as simple as that, right. other times it's uh, helping them be accountable. Okay. You know, holding them accountable, like, uh, and then other times it's providing some tangible strategies that they can, you know, walk away and implement right away. Uh-huh. So that role I see as a coach uh, within the peer group. I see my role as more of a facilitator, and then uh, outside of that, I, I would say I'm I'm a, I'm a general educator.
1: <laughs> right. Well, because the work that you're doing as a as a, as a superset to the power of peer groups, the the teaching and the con- consulting that you're doing, you can bring that knowledge and experience and those communities into help members of your power peer groups as well.
0: Absolutely, and that's and that's one of the things that really excites me about this is my whole world now is centered around women in leadership and right. helping women address barriers, helping companies be more diverse and inclusive that's really what it's about. And so I teach on those topics in the in the I teach a variety of courses in the MBA programs. I do training workshops on those courses. I have written a book on those courses, on topics, excuse me, on those topics. Uh, Now peer groups will be centered around those topics. And so it's all consistent. And and I really like like that space that I'm in because everything I'm doing is moving in the same direction.
1: That is powerful. That's how you build momentum, right? We were talking about having a lane with the previous guest who was saying you need to really understand your niche and your lane. And it sounds like you've, you know, as we do as entrepreneurs, right? It takes us a while to figure out where our momentum is best, and yeah. it, it seems like you you found that in this space. Yeah.
0: I, I think it's, it's a perfect tie into to the last guess, and I think it's a great way to put it.
1: Right. Okay. Um, so let's think out loud, because I know you're building three groups, but I also know you're launching your first group in January. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, and it's after the first week in January, guess what? She's already launched the first group. If you're listening to us live, you still have time to get in on this great opportunity. But what what do you have planned for this first group? What are you doing, Sean?
0: So the first group is scheduled for January second. It's, it's the very first day after the big holiday. So, so uh, yeah, so people might be moving a little slower that day, but it's the first <laughs> first day of twenty nineteen. And so uh, we'll be having a peer group meeting on the second at the Center Club uh, at eight o'clock. And it'll be two and a half hour meeting and we'll have that educational component that we talked about. Oh, so wow. uh, there's a couple speakers coming in. Um, we'll have the, the round table format where a member will get to share an issue and we'll process that issue you know, for the individual. Wow. Uh, and then uh, a few other things. So there's a packed agenda already for that. Uh, that's the first meeting. And then the second meeting will be February 6th. So each of these women's Power peer group meetings uh, are scheduled for Wednesdays, the first Wednesday of every month.
1: Beautiful. And so, um, who would you like to see in the room beyond the people that you've already gotten their agreement? They're going to be there. Like, what if someone's listening to the show and it's not January second yet? Who who should be thinking? Well, maybe I should call Sean.
0: Yeah, I actually would like to see. Uh, I would like to see more executive women. Okay. In the room, all right, because I think there's again, women in leadership, executive women are living that and breathing that every day. And so uh, having more women benefiting from the peer group process, but also contributing as executives. Right. So um, yeah, I would like to see more executive women and uh, more emerging leader women as well. And that's, I, I would guess the bulk of women out there are, right. are some type of emerging leader. You know, they're, so they're in a corporation. Maybe they're, they're not in the C-suite. Maybe not a VP, but they're somewhere below that.
1: They could be at a director level. Yes, they could. Uh, someone who has management responsibility and is looking to increase their impact in the company.
0: Yes, I, I mean, th- yeah, th- and that's thousands. Thou- of people. I
1: was just you I think it's thousands. <laughs> thousands, right? and you only have a limited number of seats at the table, right? right? So can, we can't take thousands, at least not in the first <laughs> year, but maybe ultimately. Yeah, right. Yeah. We can. All right, that's that is fantastic. So if someone. How could they not be excited about the idea of women's power? Peer groups led by Dr. Sean Andrews. If they want to learn more, how do they reach you specifically, Sean? What would you say is the best way to get in contact with you?
0: Two ways. Uh, LinkedIn is a great way. And my profile is Sean Andrews. uh, I think it says MBA EDDs, but it's only one with all those initials after it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I'm easy to find on LinkedIn. And then the other great uh, place is my website. Okay. And that's drseanandrews.com drseanandrews.com altogether, and I have actually have uh, they can reach me on my website as well and I have a number of free resources for folks that they can also access published articles videos blogs um, podcast radio interviews webcasts there's there's lots of stuff on there mm-hmm. and so they can get a better sense about uh, my background my research and access some free resources too
1: right that's fantastic and like you said everything you're doing is around the same kind of vision so it's um it's an opportunity to learn kind of what you do so let's make sure people know how to find you let's spell dr sean andrews just in case people are you know whatever
0: yes uh so doctor no period just d-r sean is s-h-a-w-n and then andrews a-n-d-r-e-w-s so DrSeanAndrews.com.
1: Well, I'm super excited that 2019 is going to rock and roll for this aspect of the critical mass business. I'm glad no. that you, you've agreed to come on and help me extend the brand into this market. I think you're going to be very successful because of the response that I've seen from the people that have met you, that are the women that have met you that are impressed by your experience, your pedigree, and your gentleness that you have and the realness that you have. And so I'm I'm encouraging all of our listeners to consider uh, uh, talking to somebody they know or themselves calling and reaching out to Dr. Sean. So, welcome to the community thank you for extending our brand a bit here and i'm excited
0: thank you rick uh i look forward to it very excited and happy to be the last show of 2018 that's right this
1: (laughs) is this is the final moment we've done 120 some shows this year this is the last few minutes of our last show for the year but don't worry ladies and gentlemen next year we've got amazing things planned q1 we're going to blow it up in q1 we've got three big milestone events, which I'm going to tell you more about on our first show of the new year. But for all of you, happy holidays and enjoy your family time. And thank you to Paul Roberts, our engineer for today's show, our three producers without whom I could not do this show, Haley Stern, Crystal Nunley, and Joan Park. You mean the world to me, and I really appreciate all that you've done for me again this year. And uh, if you want to connect with me directly in the audience, uh, find me on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N. ZI, And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.
0: You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.